You're listening to the Up North Pewcast. Whoa, I smell barbecue. If it's about barbecue in the Upper Midwest, we're talking about it. Well, Tori and I are here with Jim Willard. He is the owner of Jimmy Ray's Barbecue and Sauces. Uh, he's out of Circle Pines, and he sells his products in Anderson Barbecue Supply. How are you doing today, Jim? Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Tell us about your business and, and, and what you got going on. Well, it's, uh, it's one of those evolution things. My wife and I have competed in competition barbecue since 2004. Uh, we weren't real happy with the rubs and sauces that we were using because, you know, we were doing okay, but we weren't really winning. So we started playing with uh, different recipes, and when we come up with the right uh, combination, we started winning. And we've been doing, you know, we did that up until 2018, and we started uh, sharing our sauces and our recipes with other folks and learned that there may actually be a market for that. <laughs> so okay. so we, we started out with uh, two sauces, a barbecue and a mustard sauce, and now we're adding a jalapeno uh, finishing sauce and a peach barbecue sauce oh, wow. and a couple of rubs to the... Uh, to the menu. Peach barbecue. I love peach. I got to say, I just tried it. It's good. Did you, did you like it? Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, one of the things that we want to try, I mean, you can walk into a barbecue store, you can walk into, um, you, you know, some reseller and, and find that they have the same old thing. Well, it's cranberry or it's blueberry or it's, you know, some honey or... Uh, and what we want to try to accomplish is, first of all, we want to come up with unique flavors. Okay. We have never seen a, bar- a peach barbecue sauce out there. And so it's, it's a unique flavor. And it's not only about being unique, but it's also about being uh, high quality. Sure. All of our sauces, our peach, our jalapeno, they're not made with powders or extracts. They're made with real jalapenos. They're made with real peaches. Wow. And nice. so uh, when people taste our product, we want them to say, holy cow, I want to buy a case. For sure. You know? And it looks like you've you've done some pretty good sales here today. I mean, you were uh, tasting some pork out front, weren't you? Uh, uh, with your sauces on them, mm-hmm. yeah, we were uh, we were uh, demoing uh, our the four sauces, and then folks would go into Anderson and uh, make purchases. And I, every time I turned around, we saw people walking out with yeah. bags, and we I could see our logo. Robert Robert did say when we interviewed him, he said that I I think they're doing a pretty good pretty good day here. Today. I think they sold out, I believe. Yeah, close to that, he said. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, tell us, you saying something about you like to keep it local versus you know, website sales. Tell us about that, about the selling in these local stores. Well, the, the thing is, in order to sell barbecue sauce, you have to be able to do it statewide, region-wide, uh, and uh, we've expanded into Iowa as well as throughout uh, Minnesota. And so we can't sell that product personally, let's say in Bemidji, Minnesota. So we have to rely on each of these locations. We have to rely on resellers mm-hmm. to do the job for us. Yep. Now, if we expect them to recommend our sauces 
and to, to highlight them and to, you know, to put them out front, we have to be willing to be their partners as well. Sure. So what we do is we, we are in the process of setting up a, a website. Uh, you will be able to go on and buy our sauces on that website unless you are within a certain distance from one of our resellers and we won't sell to you. You have to go to our reseller to buy it. And so what we're doing here is we're creating mutual loyalty, you know, a partnership. Mm -hmm. And uh, without those partnerships, you're never going to be successful. It's interesting. I love that way of thinking. You're supporting the local business Absolutely. versus just getting a sale yourself. And I, I love that philosophy. I think that's wonderful. Well, just, you know, as an example, uh, a guy walks into to Anderson Barbecue and says, oh, I need to buy something. And Rob says, well, why don't you buy Jimmy Ray's? Nah, I just bought that online. Cheaper than what you're selling it for. Mm -hmm. I see, yeah. And, you know, and he says, well, to heck with him. I'm not selling the sauce anymore. Sure. That's a great totally great way to think yes. about it. Yep. You bet. If you're in the store, I'm not going to ship that to that area. And, you know, I, you know I, I do a little bit of selling myself. I'm going to have to think about that if I do get into some stores that to support that local guy versus me just taking the sale. I, lo I like that. Absolutely. I like that a lot. Well, the, the, the key to selling a product is distribution. Mm -hmm. yep. I mean, that's the heart of your product. And so when you say, well, I'm going to sell barbecue sauce. Okay, fine. But how are you going to get it out there? And those are the guys that are going to get it out there for you. Mm -hmm. Ken, uh, is there a way for folks listening to find your products in stores? Is there a list of, of stores you have? Or can you tell us where, where your stuff is? Well, you know what? There's a temporary fix and there's a long-term solution. Uh, within the next couple of weeks, we can you can visit Jimmy Ray's. Uh, bbq.com okay. and we will have a list of our retailers on there that Perfect. you can contact. Uh, in the short term you can send me an email at jwillard j-w-i-l-l-a-r-d 55014 at comcast.net okay. and I will be more than happy to point you to uh, a local source. Well, great. This, this podcast probably is going to be going out in a couple weeks anyway so you know, right around the time you get that up and running, we should this should get out there. So that should be some good timing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I, I got one question. I mean, just this we kind of asked this one for most people. What I go ahead and ask you. So your style of barbecue, what do you consider that? I mean, is it is it St. Louis or Memphis or Jimmy Ray's? Well, you know, it's okay, so that's interesting. And you ask a, a short question with a long answer. <laughs> but everybody thinks that the best barbecue is in Texas, and that's not true. If you take a look at the national uh, competitions, you know, everybody out uh, cooking brisket and chicken, pork, uh, the people that are winning are in the Midwest, and specifically Iowa and Minnesota. So you say St. Louis. Uh, no. East Coast, no. Texas, Texas is not the highlight of barbecue. It's good barbecue. I've had Texas barbecue, but I think you're right about that. We've been to some competitions and met some incredible teams up here that are placing nationally. Top ranking. Top, top ranking people. So your answer is spot on, we think. 
Yeah, and and uh, you said, well, is it Jimmy Ray's? No, here's we don't cook to what Jimmy Ray likes. You have the the key to winning in competitions is to figure out what the judges like. You know, I won't mention the brand, but uh, there's a brand out there. It, in my opinion, tastes nasty. But if you don't include it in your sauces on those meats you're not gonna win. i have a feeling i know oh, which wow. one you're saying and um yes i understand that um, i think i do too especially if it's a regional thing it's uh the palates are kind of one way and um yep uh, but we're i'm gonna go home with some of your barbecue sauce today oh yeah i'm gonna Most i want to try the peach and because uh, i've never had peach before well now we don't have peach or jalapeno yet okay those well, are those, those are and right now and we don't unless rob has some uh, bottles in his shop. We don't have barbecue, but I'll tell you why. It's because um, it's you know it's the logistics and su supply yep. chain problems that is happening everywhere. We can get the sauces made. We just don't have bottles to put it in because they're set. There is out, a bottle shortage. Yes. Yeah, they're setting yep. out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean off the coast of California, and nobody wants to unload them. So. Yep. Is there anything that we can purchase today? When before going home yeah, yeah he does have barbecue sauce and he has quite a bit of mustard sauce okay okay you know? even mustard sauce i yeah. not real huge mustard sauce guy i've at, i haven't found one that i really like yet so i, I want to try yours and see see what it's about Absolutely. i just had it i had that one too it's pretty good <laughs> okay it's well, got a lot of uses and i will say this that we sell seven times more mustard sauce than we do barbecue well then i'm going to try that and i and let me tell you why first of all if you walk in somewhere you see on a shelf, barbecue sauce, barbecue sauce, barbecue sauce, barbecue sauce. There's 50 of them. And so not all the time do people select yours because you're like one in many. But the mustard sauce is a unique it is. Uh, product. It says mustard sauce on it. It stands out and people buy it. People, even people who say, I don't like mustard sauce will yep. like this. I'll give it a try. Yep. Well, that's great. Well, Jim, I just want to say thank you for coming on and, you know, this podcast is going to drop in a couple of weeks and you know we're excited you know that we got a chance to speak with you so and the website that will be up is again is jimmy ray's barbecue bbq bbq.com yeah okay. okay well yeah thanks well, for coming man I, I, thanks for having me guys you know i always look forward to the opportunity to to share uh, about uh, our sauces and our adventures and uh the things that we're looking forward to so Again, Excellent. Thanks and we give me. you, I, I, you know, hopefully, you know, you can grow your business, and I'm, I can't wait to try your stuff. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, welcome everyone. We have with us Scott Naughty with Tankerbell Steak Team, the Cheese Curd Cartel out of Shyockton, Wisconsin. I hope I didn't butcher it up too bad. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> all right, how's it going? Not too bad. Great weather out here today, so this is this is nice. It looks it like is. you have two tents pushed together. Yep. Yeah, but. You have a lot of people with you today, it looks like. Yep, yeah, we got... Uh, Tell us about that. Um, well, with the cheese, our Cheese Curd Cartel group, we've all got individual uh, individual teams. Uh, there's a group of us out of Wisconsin that we all came out of a local barbecue club in Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, started getting into it. Some were competing already, some were new to it. I was, I was relatively new to it, uh, but we got together, started cooking together, practicing together, and hanging out, and... Uh, got serious about competing in steaks 
So and now we there's a handful of us that travel all over the place and great. You know, we always get a good mix of people coming in. Where is Shyocton? Uh it is about um, 30, 35 miles west of Green Bay. Okay. Okay. Oh. You're, you're over there a ways. Yep. Wow. Nice little drive. Yep. You're staying at a hotel, I take it, right? Uh, we drove over this morning, actually. Oh, okay. We uh, we got up, we hit the road about 4 a.m. and uh, hauled over here and <laughs> set up. I, I have made the trek over there for Vikings game at and Packers game, so it, it's a drive. Yeah, it's a haul. <laughs> That's dedication, I tell you. Yep. I hope you do good. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, tell us... Just tell us about maybe how many teams are over there in your tent? Um, there is, uh, we've got about four teams over there that came, kind of came over with the cartel. Okay, great. So, so do you all just give each other a hard time and oh, yeah. ma- try to make uh, them drop their stake? Or what yeah, you- it's fun. We, we all we all razz each other up a little bit and uh, it, it, we make it fun. It's, uh, you know, we're all, we're all serious about it, but everybody's got a good attitude. We all get along good, so there's... There's a lot of smack talk that goes on. So, sure. <laughs> what makes your steak so special? Um, oh, yeah, that's a toughie. Um, <laughs> I, I just give it some love. <laughs> no, is it a savory but, uh, steak? Is it a spicy? Um, it- it's. I, I try to turn it in a well-balanced steak. Um, I do. Um, I'm sponsored by uh, DB180 Smoking Ghost. Uh, Rackmasters Barbecue in Croy Valley, right out of Hudson, okay. Wisconsin. So I got a mix of that, all that stuff on there. I try to get it really balanced, get it, get it a little sweet, a little salt, a little savory, a little bit of pepper in there. Uh, really just kind of fill the palate up, but yep. don't overload it. You still want it to taste like a steak when you're done. Sure, sure. So um, it's, a, it's a fine line. You can go, you can overseason in a hurry. I, I, we, I put a lot of stuff on my steak, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, you try to do layers, right? Yeah, yep. We yeah. I layered up good, um, and it's you know there's there's good days, there's bad days. It's all fun. <laughs> Can I ask? Is there is there ever like a sugar component to it, or no? Uh, there is. I use the uh, the Croy Valley uh, original steak sauce marinade. Has a little bit of sweetness to that. Um, that I rely on that to get my sweetness out, and that kind of helps kind of balance the whole steak out with just having that base on the steak as a marinade. Okay. Nice. Is salt a huge component though? Um, yes, it, it is. I've got, um, there's two AP rubs that I use on there uh, that are, they can be pretty salty. It, it okay. uh, you got to be careful with those. Make sure you get but a nice light layer on before there. Before they, they were saying how you have to have the spices because it's a one bite. Exactly. It's they, one bite. You, you need to fill that judge's palate in one bite. Right, uh, right, they, you know, they don't get to go back for more and think about it. It's one bite. You got to cover the entire palate, the whole spectrum, and <laughs> get it done. Yep. <laughs> it has to be memorable. Yes, exactly. So, so pardon me. I'm a rookie to this this whole steak thing, and, and I watched a few guys. What is that little clicker thing you guys? Oh, have? that is actually it's a mini spice grinder. It's a thumb grinder. It, it actually uh, we'll use that for a lot of finish rubs. Just to finish out the steak a little bit once it's cooked, um, we've got a little bit of pepper and a little bit of salt just to put over the top, um, and that just kind of that little grinder. You get that nice fresh ground spice taste to it. Kind of makes everything pop a little bit. Helps it sing. More aromatic and yep. yeah, for sure, for sure. Different. So yeah, talking with you is different. The other ones they have their own rubs. They have their own spices. You know, yep. you're, you use other other stuff. You know, commercial yep. stuff. The DB one eighty is. Fantastic. Yep. <laughs> they call it. Did they call it Dead Bird 180? Is that what they call uh, yeah, it? Yeah, Dead Bird Barbecue. Dead Bird. Yes. DB 180. Yep. 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 So, it's it's neat to hear that you're using 
you know, the commercial stuff. And how are you doing in your cops? Um, really good this year, actually. Um, uh, right now, I am seventh in the points race in the nation. Um, good for you. <laughs> thank you. Wow. And uh, last weekend out in Omaha, I just broke the record for single season wins. So I've got nine first place wins this year. Nine? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and this is, we're, we're up here in Minnesota, you know, at an SCA competition. I never thought I would meet someone like you that's doing so well. We oh, yeah. There's the presence of a legend. There, there's actually, there's a, there's a fair amount of people here that are very well known in the state community. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's a handful of people that are ahead of me in the points race and really? right on my tail for wins. So it's kind of. Wow. It's, it's it's fun. <laughs> I bet keeps it interesting. That's for sure. Yes. You never know what's gonna gonna happen week to week. How long have you been doing it? What? Why'd you start this? Uh, this is my third season doing this. Um, I started 2019 was my first season. Uh, I got into that. Um, I, I've always been interested in barbecue. I was always a backyard barbecue mm-hmm. grilling, cooking with a fire guy. Um, learned um, there was a local guy kind of puts on a little one day seminar down by us. Uh, Tim Shop. Uh, it, He's been around barbecue for a while. He's, I'm sure he's cooked over here. There's a lot of people that know him. Uh, he would do a one-day seminar and uh, do all four barbecue comp meets and then all sorts of backyard demos. And I went to one of those, and they did a SCA demo there. And, I mean, barbecue is kind of, for me, equipment and cost, it, it wasn't really feasible to jump in as I, just a guy, you know. SCA, you don't need as much team. stuff, do you? Exactly. SCA, you can show up by yourself with a grill and cook a steak. And I looked at that and was like, well, okay, There's I can a, try that. Quite a few teams <laughs> that are just single guys and gals out here. Yeah, exactly. Know, doing the thing. So. Yeah, you can load your load your car, load your truck, head out for the day, and head on out. So it's a little simpler. <laughs> so you, you recommend it for anyone that's... You know, got a competitive streak in them, and Heck yeah. it's easy to get into. Yep, it's easy to get into, and it, and it's a great door into the competition cooking world. Because um, you meet so many people that are doing KCBS and all sorts of barbecue, world food stuff, all that stuff. So it's kind of, it, it's a great doorway to get into that community and learn more about all of it. Okay. So, um, like I said, my, Matt and myself, we, I, I do barbecue competitions, and I also do pop-ups, you know, Your Cousin's Barbecue. Okay. Um, so, where can we find you online? I mean, if, if we're going to look you up and see what you're about. Um, on Facebook, I'm just Scott Nardi on Facebook. Um, on Instagram, I'm Scooter Trash 78. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yep. So, nothing with the, the cheese card or cheese curd cartel or, or Tinkerbell? Um, we do have a cheese curd cartel Facebook group uh, that we did start. Um, just to kind of for people to ask questions and yeah. you know get advice or you know post their progress, talk barbecue, steaks, whatever. <laughs> do you do any cheese curds? We don't. We just started out. We got that name. We were there was a group of six of us from the Appleton area that qualified for the world championship in 2019 down in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. So we were down there, and we're looking around at all these. There's all these groups down there. We had like the East Coast Steak Mob. Mm-hmm. Two pig cartel, the three cow cartel, and it was just like, God, we need T-shirts and a name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the cheese curd cartel makes sense with 
fits. Wisconsin. Yeah, it was just it started as a joke, but it stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, it's uh, great to meet you, Scott, and and I know you got to get back to uh, getting your stuff cooked off. I mean, what, you one more turn in, correct? Yep, one more turn in. and got to go dump some charcoal, get that grill ready, and get it rolling. See what happens. <laughs> well, thanks for stopping by, man. Uh, we 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 enjoyed the conversation, and then good luck to you. Right yeah. on. Thank you guys for having me, and uh, I'll be looking up this podcast. Can't wait to uh, listen to what you guys are doing. I'll be keeping an eye on you in the future. Okay. Keep up the great work. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Are you on the hunt for your next go-to spice rub? Visit butterandspiceco.com. It is the place for butter-infused rubs. Oh, yeah, they're butter-infused. With less salt and sugar, they are delicious. So up your barbecue game and go to butterandspiceco.com today. Okay, we have uh, Chris Bonemeyer with Code 3 Spices with us today. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you guys? Wonderful. How was your turn in? We, we heard you were kind of down to the last second. Is that <laughs> it true? Was, uh, it was a struggle. Um, I don't know if it was the size of the steak or, or my timing was off, but getting it to temp was, uh, it was slow. And uh, I got it turned in. I had one minute left, um, but it's in and it's in the judge's hands now. It's, it's out of your hands. Yeah. It's literally yeah. in their hands. <laughs> hey, it's better than turning nothing in. Absolutely. So uh, uh, do you do this a lot? This is your first time? or you? No. So I've been cooking steaks for uh, probably three years now. We also have a barbecue team. Um, I jumped into the steak world, I guess it was right at three years ago. So I've been to the world championship twice. Um, no kidding. And this year I'm still chasing my entry to the world championship, which is okay. why I'm this far from St. Louis in Minnesota. St. Louis, wow. So I'm from East St. Louis. You're from area. Collinsville, Illinois? Yeah, Collinsville, Illinois. We're about 15 minutes uh, west, I'm sorry, east of St. Louis. You know where that is, Tori? Oh, yeah, I'm from East St. Louis. They're right next door. So, right <laughs> up the road. Yep. So, did you drive over? Yeah, I drove. Uh, I actually came up on Thursday to help the uh, Anderson Barbecue Supply kind of get set up and, and get ready for this week. And uh, figured while I was here, I might as well cook some steaks. Great. Yeah, Robert's a great guy. Oh, yeah, we love that guy. Yeah, he's, he's excellent. Can you tell us about your style of, of steak that you turn in? Does it have spice to it? Or tell us a little bit about your if your steak, if you could. So, yeah, I mean, we, we go for more of a savory flavor. It's a salt. Uh, it's got a little back-end heat, uh, buttery. Um, we're up marinating now. So the texture, <clears throat> the texture is kind of, it, it almost turns a ribeye into a filet mm -hmm. as far as the texture of the steak goes. Um, you know, we use our grunt rub. We use a couple other rubs. Um, you know, some tricks of the trade that I've learned along the way. I bet. Do you use one of those little? What do they call like a? Oh yeah, the thumb grinders. Thumb grinders. That's yep. I've right. got I've got a thumb grinder for during the cooking process, and then I've got one. I, think that I actually, watched you over there, and you were you were yeah. using your thumb and going around. I don't have one. I I asked Robert if he sold them, and he's he's going to bring them in. He said because yeah, I think the steak competitions, you know, that's what people use. Well, and that's, I use mine, uh, I actually have a second one that I use as a finishing rub. So when my steak gets put in the box, I can actually dust it with this rub and let it soak in while I turn in. Okay, so it's kind of soaking on the way up. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. What's, uh, what's Code 3 about? What's that? So we are a barbecue rub and sauce company out of Collinsville. Um, what we do is for every bottle that we sell, um, sauces and rubs we donate 25 cents to first responder and military charities okay um, so we do um, safe call now out of washington state um, their 24-hour crisis prevention hotline we do the u.s veterans foundation um, 
we do a competition in July of every year where the donations go to the Collinsville Food Pantry and U.S. Veterans Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also are big supporters. You'll know Backstoppers um, from St. Louis. They're actually a charity that when there's a line of duty death, they actually pay for all the expenses for the family. So they'll pay really? off the house. They'll pay for wow. um, college for the kids. Um so we do, there's something in St. Louis called Guns and Hoses, which is a boxing match between firefighters and police officers. Wow. And so we donate our money to that event each year, and the profits from that go to um, Backstoppers. Jim Willard with uh, Jimmy Reyes that's here mm-hmm. talked about that exact same uh, Guns, Guns and Hoses, hoses. Yeah. that yeah. they do it for here. Mm-hmm. But they do hockey up here. Oh, yes. that's They do boxing down there. Boxing, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's, it's the same thing i guess but just a different sport yeah it's just a way to support you know the first responders in the military who were who are doing things that we could never imagine having to do absolutely yep yep and and robert you know he was he's you know ex-police and um this is probably near and dear his heart as well for sure um tell us about your you know your business code three are you online how do you sell so yeah we have code three spices.com which we have six rubs two sauces on the market um our Patriot Spicy has won the American Royal Spicy Division the last two years, and our Patriot Original actually won Memphis in May. Really? Uh, oh, wow. Two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have Code 3 Barbecue Supply, which is a full barbecue supply store Good in you. Collinsville, and both of those um, have their own website. Yeah, I said I've heard of you guys, and I, and I think I know why now. Yeah, we're, we're out there. You are for sure. That's nice. That's, that's I'm excellent. Like, uh, visit that when I come home. Yeah, check out the o- website. Online, yeah. Yeah, you can visit Code3BBQSupply.com and Code3Spices.com. When you go home, you mean to Illinois, you can check out the store, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be stopping by. It's good stuff. Well, Chris, I don't know. I thank you so much. Um, we, we love talking to the competition teams, and, and, you know, yours is a great story. Yeah, so, thanks, guys. So I appreciate it. Uh, one, one last thing, I guess. Uh, is, are you just online with uh, the website? Do you have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any of those things? Oh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, uh think we have twitter I, I we do a lot of it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there's stuff everywhere yeah okay. so code three spices with uh, chris and thanks a lot today thanks for sitting down with us yeah thanks guys yeah good luck thanks okay everybody we have uh today brian horseman with mad horse barbecue with us uh how's it going Matt, uh, brian oh just another day cooking some steak in a parking lot how are you guys doing not bad we're having fun we're talking a lot of great people and uh there's a lot of a lot of folks here today like 37 teams and how do you think you're doing so far? Well, I didn't drop any meat. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't spilled any beer, and I haven't burned myself. So that's all three things checked off my checklist. So we're doing good. Well, the day's not over yet. Yeah, I know. It's uh, you have one more turn in, don't you? That's true. Yeah, one more turn in. Okay. Yeah. So I, I stopped over early and talked to you, and and I I mentioned that I've never been to a steak cook-off. So can you tell us just a little bit about how this works and what? Yeah, it's uh, it's SCA, uh, State Cookoff Association, and basically this is my first year doing any kind of competition. I kind of went full in. Uh, this is the in total. This is my eighth competition uh, this year. I've done three K. Well, I've done three KCBS comps in the Pro Series or the Master Series. I helped out with one, and then this is my fourth SCA comp. Um, and SCA is basically depending on the comp you sign up for, you turn in one stake, two stakes, sometimes three stakes. Uh, and there's a lot of ancillaries. Uh, we did one back in Albert Lee about a month or so ago. That the the Big the, Island? Yeah, the yep. Big Island Barbecue Bash. 
and uh, we did the SCA Friday night and the KCBS Saturday. I did them both. Uh, I actually got first place uh, in the chicken wing category in the oh, ancillary. Wow. So I got my golden ticket. And I'm going to go to Texas. <laughs> and I'm here because it would be really... I mean, it's cool to get a golden ticket. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited about it. I love chicken. I mean, who doesn't love chicken wings? Right, 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 right. right. But it's what would be cooler is if I got golden ticket and steak. So that's why I'm here, you know, not only to drink beer in the fall in Minnesota, but I, I really want that golden ticket and steak too. So nice. What, Man, did, you, what, did, you do, what did you do for the chicken? What did, how did you present uh, it? I did bacon wrapped chicken wings. And then starting off how I started off, uh, I actually built a box up with kale. Uh, so it you know, had some nice greenery in the background. And uh, basically my chip, bacon wrapped chicken wings, uh, Mad Horse Barbecue on YouTube. I have a video on how to do it on a 19... Like a 1993 Weber kettle with a vortex, but basically put the vortex right in the middle of the Weber kettle, put the wings on the outside, keep the vents open, and you just cook them wings in about 25 minutes. And the key is, uh, with bacon wrapped chicken wings, is you want to cook them super hot because you want to crisp the bacon up. Yep. At the same time, you cook the wings. So I mean, you don't want like more, like you don't want soft bacon. You want like bite through bacon. Well, I think chicken anyway got to cook a little hotter, don't yeah, you? It, it, Completely agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you get some smoke on them as well. Uh, I just use charcoal. I don't. I, I, no, no extra wood no, or anything. No, no wood with chicken. Um, I started that trend about about probably about a year ago or so, just because I I think that you can use a little bit of wood on you know on poultry, but I think if you use too much, it kind of discolors the skin and it makes it look oh, ugly. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, so I just went straight up loose hog lump charcoal. Got that kettle screaming hot and. Uh, yeah, got first place. Got lucky. So good for you. Yeah, that's, that's... I think I won. To put it in this perspective. I've done two chicken wing ancillaries at two different SCAs this summer. The first one I did was in Okaboji, Iowa uh -huh. in June. Uh, I finished second place. I lost out to first place by 0. 0.2 points. Wow. And then this one, I took first place and I won by 0. 0.1 point. So, no oh. kidding. Any any <laughs> given that, Friday, any given Saturday, any given Sunday. The scoring's that tight. It's it's tight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I suppose you have enough teams out, you know, competing. Yeah. It's going to probably get down to the yeah. wire. Yeah. For sure. I was happy. So I'm, I'm assuming you're a one-man show. Yep. You don't have a team? Nope. Just me. Um, I don't like to work with other people. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, there's certain people that... I had a friend come help me, and I didn't know he was coming, but he showed up. And I, I kind of like the people who don't ask what they need to do. They kind of just see me doing something, and they say, hey, I can do this and not be in your way. And that's what he did. So okay. um, there's some people I know like that that I would take on my team, and then there's other people that would want to be. And I'm like, no, I don't. No, nope, just stay away. Some people yeah. can just get in your way and yeah. just have a bad attitude about it all. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm going to try to, you know, to do it all on my own, and so far, uh, so good. So. Well, I think the state comps, it's a little bit easier to do that. Oh, yeah. You can control things pretty pretty easily well, i mean if stake. you i mean if you look at it too i mean steak we have two stakes to turn in the day the first stake a is two to two thirty yep stake b is four to four thirty yeah i mean you get a half hour turn in window you know when you're doing kcbs comp it's 10 minutes. you know it, it's five you know it's it's noon 12 30 one o'clock and 1 30 and it's five minutes on each side exactly so just go 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 so I it's mean, yeah. harder so let me ask you you said stake a and stake b what what what's the difference there uh it's, it's just two different stakes um for me personally, no different. I trim it the same way. I season it the same way. I marinate it the same way. It's just that there's some comps that you'll go there. It'll be one steak turn in and like an ancillary. There's other steaks that you can have like a steak A, a steak B, a steak C, and there's just it's just two different turns. Depends how they set up their exactly. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yep. But your both your steaks that you turn in for for both are going to be exactly mine are yes the same as just because I'm so new at this. I don't know any. I don't know any. Why better. would you? Why would you do anything different? So uh, yeah. for steak A, you get to pick two steaks. And it's a snake. It's like a snake draft in a fantasy football league. So if you're pick one, and there's 30 teams, you're pick one first round. You're pick 30 second round. So it, you got a, a like a table full of stakes, 
and I get first pick, and then I come back around and I get 30th pick. Okay. Um, typically, I know of the two steaks which one I like, so I don't even cook the other one. I just bring it home and have it for dinner the next day. Um, what I could do, what a lot of people do, is they have their first steak be a practice steak. They test it for their times, their doneness, and their flavor, mm-hmm. and then they alter that um, for their second steak. Interesting. For me, I'm just I'm just going. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna put it full send. I'm just gonna put it full you know nectar of the gods bush light. Um, and I, I, you know you know and I'm just gonna go with it. So. Interesting. You must be from Minnesota. <laughs> um, I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I've been in Minnesota since 2011. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, Wisconsin folks say it is the nectar of the gods. I think it's kind of a Wisconsin thing for sure. It's kind of just small town small ish town. people. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Well, cool. quickly, just tell us some. Um, want to give us any tips or tricks on 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 what to do when you cook a steak? Because I I'd like to try this next year. Yeah. So I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to him. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He likes his steaks well done. <laughs> That's what he told you, didn't he? The animals died once already, and you go ahead. You, yeah. uh, I don't like well done steaks, so you can tell me. Oh, I just man. you know for this stuff, it's the main thing to remember about competition is tenderness. Like you want it to be tender, mm-hmm. and you remember the judges take one bite of your meat. So if you do competition steak practice at home. And you're like, you take a couple bites, you're like, you know, that's just too rich. I can't do it. That's a good steak for competition purposes. You know, for home purposes, it's not. You know, like the way I do competition meats, there's no way in heck I could eat that, you know, amount of meat at home. So don't be afraid to season it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Give it a good amount of seasoning because yep. they're going to have that one bite. Yeah. Yep. And that's, if yeah. you watch some of these people season their steaks, it, you'd be like, whoa, like, you know, that's crazy. But, you know, two things, you know, you're cooking hot and fast. You know, so a lot of times when you put it on the grill grate, some of that rub does come off. Yes. And then the second thing, the judge gets one bite. You know, and say, say you're the last steak. Say they just bit into 30 pieces of steak and you're the 31st piece. Mm-hmm. Like, you want something different to stand out to wake up their taste buds. And I did watch you. It's like you flip and then you're... You, you got your thing out and you're cleaning the grates and it's very meticulous way of cooking. It, you want your appearance score. You know, you want them, you know, them pretty cross hatches, you know, hatches, at least I do. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, you put it on you and you a, spray do it. Do you do a cooking. diamond or do you do yep. a... I do diamonds. Okay. Yep. Sure. It's unbelievable. I, I, I watched a couple guys and, and they're babying these things. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. Well, yeah, the Up North QCast that we're doing, you know, we're, we're trying to promote any kind of barbecue or, or any kind of meat sport in Minnesota. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's, kind of, it's, it's fun to watch this and... You know, fun to talk to someone like you, especially you're fairly new to this yourself. Very new. Yeah. Very new. And you're enjoying it? Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. And you do, you can do it on your own? You can do it on my own. So there's no yeah. excuse why people can't get out and try this. Especially, you know, if you're hesitant about getting into comps, I think SCA or um, even like the backyard division, the KCBS, the backyard division is only, you know, chicken and ribs. Yep. Uh, so it's only two meats. Do you do uh, that stuff too? Uh, I do the, I like I said, I went... I went head first. I went right to the Master Series for KCBS. So oh, wow. I do all four of the meets for KCBS. Okay. Wow. I, well, not me. <laughs> yeah. I, it, I like it. It's a lot of fun. You know, I, I have some very good uh, very good colleagues and friends. Uh, Darren being over at Ash Cook and Barbecue, being one of them that's been doing the comp scene. Younger guy, been doing it for a while, and he's helped me out a lot. Uh-huh. And uh, I have a girlfriend at home that's, you know, very supportive of all this, too. She kind of pushed me to get into it because I've had friends that know I've had a YouTube channel for four or five years, yeah. and they've always asked about the comps, and I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. But now that I've done it, it's like, I don't know what the hell I was waiting for. Yeah. To be honest, but yeah. Tell us about your YouTube channel again. Yeah, Mad Horse Barbecue. Uh, started it, I think, four or five years ago. Uh, if you watch some of my earlier stuff, I get kind of into the sauce, as in bush light. And you, <laughs> the videos kind of go downhill to where you can kind of make out what I'm saying in the beginning. But towards the end, it kind of slurs, <laughs> and then I have to re-record some stuff. Uh, but it's just, you know, they're just videos of me cooking meat. On, you know, I have 24 grills at home. That's right. You heard right. 24 grills. Um, I wanted to buy another one today, but I just... We have. I held we that. used three big green eggs, and I thought I was crazy, but... 
24. Hey, three, three big green eggs is expensive, though. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, 24. You know, I, I'm a huge rubber kettle fan. I love the older style Weber kettles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a video out of how to restore one. Really? Uh, yeah, it's a 1991 plum double decode because uh, the way you tell the age of a Weber kettle is on the lid vent, there's a uh, stamp with letters on it. And if it's like pre 1980, it's like a P8, like a patent number that's on it. But if it's after 1980 something, then it actually starts with A, then double A, then B, and so on. But yeah, I'm a big Weber kettle fan. Wow, you got, a, you got a new subscriber here. So oh, well, I appreciate people that. People we're meeting today that, that are into all this cool stuff yeah. like, like that, I, I am interested to watch your... You know, it's crazy because I love sports growing up. You know, I was a big basketball player, big tennis player, and, you know, like when you're in grade school and high school, like you compete for trophies and you compete to win. And then I go through most of my 20s and 30s without competing, really. You know, I coach basketball for a while, but uh, and then I'm into this and I'm here. I find myself competing again, but I'm, I'm cooking meat and there's no... There's no physical like, abilities whatsoever. <laughs> right. You're not beating your this. body up right. at all, right? No, you're no. not. You're just no. No, you're just having a cocktail <laughs> yeah. and having fun. That's it. Well, besides YouTube, uh, let our listeners know where we can uh, find you. Yeah, you can find me Mad Horse Barbecue on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. I'm most reachable on Facebook. The reason I started a Facebook channel was for giveaways and such. And yep. uh, YouTube doesn't really have a direct messenger feature on it, but Instagram and Facebook do. So. Well, great. Well, we'll make sure that next time I cook some steaks, uh, I'll cook Tories to well done. Uh, no, I won't. Sorry, you're on, you're on your own. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Thanks for sitting with us. Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Right. Thank you. Well, Tori, what a great day. We're wrapping her up here. We just went through the award ceremony and um, a lot of, lot of talent. Oh, it was interesting. Uh, some, some teams won multiple times. So that, that was – and then we had the couple that, that tied – on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. That was probably a first. Yeah, they yeah, was it husband and wife couple husband that, and wife that, couple. that both turned in a stake and they tied uh <laughs> right. like fifth place or something. That's that's crazy. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun and I'm glad we came out to do an SEA um event here to to talk to folks here. Uh, first one for both of us. Yep. And um we'll be back to the to the to do this one next year, you know, Robert Anderson's uh barbecue you know competition state competition next year yeah supposed to be one in the spring and fall again of next year so uh, for sure look for that and congratulations to everybody that won and we're gonna wrap it up and just get out there everyone get out there and smoke something you've been listening to the up north qcast putting barbecue in minnesota on the map The Upper Midwest should be recognized on a national level for our barbecue, and we aim to make that happen. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information to make your barbecue shine. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, try our rubs online at butterandspiceco.com. That's butterandspiceco.com. Make sure to like the Facebook page at the Up North QCast. Find out more about us and keep up at upnorthqcast.com. See you next time.